Hello and welcome into the Just Talk Pod of George George We're Monday edition, November 29th. We got a jam-packed show today with every single reaction to all the NFL Sunday football games, NFL Sunday recap, plus our college football top four and five and six just looking out teams. This episode is brought to you by BetUs. If you go to B-E-T-U-S and use the pro- com and use promo code the sports on tap. You'll receive 125% bonus on your first deposit. It's betus.com and use promo code the sports on tap to get that bonus. A um, lot of fun stuff planned this week for the Just Talk Pod. As usual, pod that two brothers talking sports. Me and my brother Sammy coming out um, here later today or early Tuesday, and also the Seattle podcast after the Seahawks game. If you're a Seattle sports fan, so. If you want to see all our podcasts, you can visit thesportsontap.com. You can search them there or just type in the Sports on Tap on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that be Spotify, uh, iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And before we get started today, I would like to say cheers to sports and we give you a quick word from one of our sponsors, Anchor. All right, welcome in to the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. You heard the intro. You know what this is. This is Monday, and Mondays we always come in. Um, now we're giving you our college football playoff rankings. Only, I think, this week and next week, and then uh, that's it. We're done for the rest of the year. We'll have our college uh, football rankings done. Really excited for that. It was a crazy week of college football. Um we are going to also have some crazy stuff about the NFL. Really excited for today's podcast, to be completely honest with you. So let's get it started. We're going to start off some college football. And it's really nice to see someone who I feel like a lot of people have been rooting against for a very long time in Jim Harbaugh finally get it done against Ohio State. And that was really nice to see. Um, I feel like. Michigan is one of those programs where they've been down for so long that uh, seeing them win, people now are okay with it. And it was kind of like the big boy Ohio State falls, and it was pretty good. So let's get to the college football rankings. We have number one, Georgia. Georgia has been an absolute, um, basically a knife through hot butter. They have gone through teams with absolutely no issue whatsoever. Um Seeing Georgia play this year, it's like I feel like a lot of team people haven't even got to watch much of Georgia because every game's a blowout, and then you turn it off. You don't have to really, really watch it. The closest game was week one versus Clemson, and then that was a Clemson team we all thought was going to be good. Uh, they won 10-3. Ten, ten After that, their closest game, I shit you not, was 30-13 to 13 versus Kentucky. Look at these scores Georgia at number one has had. Clemson 10-3, UAB 56-7, South Carolina 40-13, Vanderbilt 62-0 in 8th, 8th ranked Arkansas 37-0, an 18th ranked Auburn 34-10, a 11th ranked Kentucky 30-13, Florida 34-7, Missouri 43-6, Tennessee 41-17, Charlotte South something 56-7, Georgia Tech 45-0, and that sets up against the number two team in the country. And I actually believe 
unless Alabama gets blown out of a water, both of these teams will be in the playoffs, and that's why I have Alabama at number two. I think the committee is going to protect themselves from having to take out Alabama by throwing them at number two this week. And I think that they're uh, – look, Alabama had a little bit of a scare. That game against Auburn was one of the most fun um, – games of the season. I mean, what took three, four overtimes and the new overtime rules in college are really exciting. They remind me of penalty kicks in soccer where, you know, one kick, your kick, my kick, your kick. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and my number three team is Michigan. Michigan to me, well, I don't even know how to say this, but Michigan to me is the Dallas Cowboys of college football, a team with tradition, a team that a lot of people like around the country it seems like they have a um, they have a national fan base, a national following, not just in Michigan. They had their glory years, and now they haven't won in a long time. And some people just love to hate Michigan football, and a lot of people like to hate Jim Harbaugh. But I believe this is now the fourth ten win season for Jim Harbaugh since he went to Michigan, and you might forget the first year. A muffed punt against Michigan State. They would have went into the Ohio State game undefeated. And then a bad line call. They would have been, well, they would have been in the college football playoffs. And a win against Iowa. They now would be in the college football playoffs for the second time. Michigan, to me, is the Dallas Cowboys of college football. I have them in at number three. And number four, Cincinnati. Cincinnati is Cincinnati. Um, they kind of earned it, I guess. A lot of dominoes fell their way. I'm rooting really, really, really hard not to have to watch them in the playoffs play in number one Georgia or number one Alabama, depending on who wins that SEC championship game, and then lose like 75 to nothing. I think I think these Power Five conferences, if they see a um, Cincinnati in the playoffs, they want to put – put their like foot on their throat and beat them. And they're only 10 and a half point favorites against Houston, who's 11 and one. Um, and they're eight and zero in the American They The only team they haven't played Cincinnati yet. Their only loss was to Texas tech week one by 17. And that's an sec school or a big 12 school. So watch out for that. Number five, I have Notre Dame. We lost to Cincinnati. Number six, Oklahoma state who won another thriller against uh, Oklahoma who now, who now in hindsight, that, Feels impressive, but it feels a little less impressive now that uh, Lincoln Riley took the head coaching job at Notre Dame. Maybe he was a little bit checked out of that game when really, and not Notre Dame at USC, and they had their worst season. Uh, Oklahoma State could be a playoff team, but they lost to Iowa State by three. So they really need to root for Cincinnati. If you want mayhem this week, you want Cincinnati to lose. You want um, you want Oklahoma State to win the Big Twelve championship game. And then you want to see what happens in the SEC championship game. You want Georgia to blow the living guts out of Alabama. And then all of a sudden, the committee will have no idea what to do. And then if, let's just say, Cincinnati falters, what's more important? A Notre Dame team with one loss in Cincinnati at home or Oklahoma State who lost to Iowa State by three? It would leave the committee in a really sticky situation. All right, on to our NFL game-by-game game updates. Um, this was another topsy-turvy, weird week in NFL. I feel like we say that every week. This was the uh, week of Thanksgiving, week 12, so we had games on Thursday. A lot of you probably watched them and probably didn't, uh, you know, this Sunday felt like a little bit underwhelming because there was less games. Bears versus Lions. Thanksgiving, you know, they can be like, hey, you guys want to watch a horrible game? And like, no, nah, no. Nah. Everyone tuned in. Bears versus Lions. Uh, Jared Goff is still winless against um, 
winless without Sean McVay in his career. Cowboys versus Raiders. All right. Here's the thing with the Cowboys and Raiders. If you wonder, is the NFL still king? Look no further than this Raiders versus Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game. They broke the record for the most watched regular season game of all time with 38.5 million viewers. That is insane. That blows an NBA Finals game seven out of the water. If you are wondering, is the NFL king? There it is right there. In a tweet of a week, and I know that people are going to laugh, so don't take this seriously. I saw a tweet that was viral on Twitter about the Cowboys versus Raiders, and it said, Cowboys versus Raiders is going to end in a Mexican Thanksgiving stabbing. And it was a total joke. But the point is here, these two teams have a huge fan base that transcends not just their city, but they spread around the whole entire country. The Cowboys and Raiders are even international brands. If you go to different countries, that's what they like to watch. Um, the Cowboys lost that game. They probably should have won. Saints versus Bills. Sure seems like it's weird that Taysom Hill uh, got a weird contract. Still doesn't play. The Saints really miss Jameis, and the Bills' defense is still legit. Steelers versus Bengals. The Bengals are for real, and Steelers' Big Ben is just done, man. And the Bengals are a playoff team. I don't know where they're going to end up in the playoffs. Um, you might have four four teams in the AFC North, North with a chance for the playoffs, but the Bengals, I think, are the second-best team in the AFC North. Uh, Bucks versus Colts. Tom Brady will never go away. Tom Brady leads the NFL in touchdowns. Uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers now seem like they're catching their groove, which they kind of did around this time last season. They won two in a row, and the Colts are actually a good, bad team. Um, the Colts are good enough. Carson Wentz played good enough, but they were just not good enough to beat the uh, the Buccaneers. And now they're the 10th seed. The AFC for the seven seed, six and five, Los Angeles. And then you got a bunch of teams, Buffalo, uh, sorry, Las Vegas, six and five, Denver, six and five, Colts, six and six, Pittsburgh, five and five and one, and Pitt, Cleveland, six and six, Miami Dolphins, five and seven. We'll get to here shortly. All right, who do we got next? Titans versus Patriots. Um, that was just an ass whooping by the Patriots. The Patriots are the best team in the AFC. Um, they're just rolling. Eagles versus Giants, Heckle and Hi Jekyll and Hyde. Man, what the hell's wrong with the Eagles? This is a team that we can't figure out. One week they look like they're going to be a team that's going to make a run for the playoffs, and next week they look like crap against the Giants. This is just a weird, weird team. Falcons versus Jaguars. What's wrong with Trevor Lawrence, man? I mean, I know I love Trevor Lawrence coming out of a draft, and I still think he's going to be really, really good. But the thing with Trevor Lawrence is he hasn't looked good so far this season. I don't understand how he could be looking so bad while playing. You know, he's been around. Like, he's played in big games in college. It makes no sense to me. The Falcons somehow are still in the playoff watch. Jets versus Texans. No one watched this, so I am going to go ahead and skip it for you guys. Chargers versus Broncos. Uh, Chargers are just going to be Chargers every year, man. They're going to be pretty good and never find a way to, you know, be good enough to – make a real charge towards an AFC West championship and be a real legit Super Bowl contender. And the Broncos and Vic Fangio are, are a weird situation. I don't feel like they love Vic Fangio in Denver. They're now six and five, but he's done such a good job of shitty quarterbacks that I just really wonder if they would ever um, 
just continue like next year, give him one more year with a really, really good quarterback and see where he goes. Rams versus Packers. All right. I've been saying this for a while. Why do we keep saying that Matt Stafford is going to keep bringing Super Bowl to Los Angeles? I saw a stat. Matt Stafford can't win a big game. And we all knew that, but he's now 0-18 in his career. 0-18 in games where the other team is five games or better above 500. Matt Stafford, when you play a good team, just bet against Matt Stafford. Very simple. The guy can't win against good teams. He never has in his career. Maybe a lot of it was the Lions' fault that he's doing the same thing here in Los Angeles. We've seen him throw a bunch of pick sixes, and we've seen him look not very good. And some people say he's not healthy, but Matt Stafford's never been healthy. So that's not an excuse. And Odell Beckham Jr. finally caught a touchdown, so congratulations to him. All right. Um, last two games here, 49ers and uh, – 49ers and Vikings. The 49ers are good um, when they have Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but we can't argue it anymore. When they have Jimmy Garoppolo healthy and playing quarterback in San Francisco, the team wins football games. Plain and simple. He was 17 for 26, 230 yards, a touchdown and a pick, and he wasn't that good, but they find ways to win because he's just good enough, and that's what he is. Browns versus Ravens in one of the ugliest games of the year. Um, wasn't really fun and pretty to watch, but here's the difference between Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. Baker Mayfield couldn't throw the ball and look like crap, and that was it. That's all. You can't do anything. Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions and looked like shit, but he could still bring so much more to the table that they were able to win the football game by his running ability, by his leadership, by him making a couple big plays at the end of the game. Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, if he threw four interceptions, the Browns would have lost by 45 points. Lamar Jackson does more than just throw football. He's just a great football player. All right, so that's the Just Talk Pod with George Jerjur brought to you by Sports on Tap. I hope you enjoyed this Monday recap today. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good football left here in the NFL season. Only one more week of college football before we get into the bowl game season. So I hope you really enjoyed today's pod please rate review subscribe send this to some friends we'd really appreciate all the support and love you can get us uh the more people you tell i think we've doubled our listenership in the last uh month so let's double it again let's get a double whammy as i like to say here all right so uh follow me on social just the just talk pod on instagram and twitter putting up a lot of content these days all right thank you for listening and cheers to sports.